Okay, no, go on. I, oh, no. So we can <laughs> first, Steve. Oh, yeah, it's the... Um, oh, it's... The... Um, um, Ken, is it... What are their, their coordinators? Um, Chargers, is it the... Yeah, it's Chargers, the last team, isn't it? Wizen Hunt. Yeah, uh, yeah. And, and um, the, 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 uh, Gus Bradley before. It is, yes. No, no it's, it's not one... Gus Bradley. Not Gus Bradley. Um, it's it, got to be Wizard Hunt then. No. When did he start? 2000. 2000. No, sod it. Um, okay, Steve, you go for it. I don't know. Uh, Go on. Anthony Lynn. Right, is that what you're going with, Captain? Anthony yeah. Lynn. Steve. Anthony Lynn. Anthony Lynn is correct. Oh, oh man. Mate. <laughs> Welcome to the Long Snapper podcast. Um, it's yeah, probably not the the usual episode this week. You just heard there. Um, well, it was a clip from when we did a, a joint quiz in the summer with Kickers Matter, and yeah, Steve quite rightly um, outvoting his vastly inferior teammates um, <laughs> with a, some knowledge plucked from somewhere to get that question right. Um, yeah, as as I'm sure anyone's listening to this will know, um, desperately sad. Um, Steve Rains has passed away, and yeah, this is quite hard even saying all this. But obviously, my main thoughts are with his his wife Vicky and and son Bernie, who he's who he's left behind. Um, it all happened desperately quickly. Um, just just horrible horrible thing, really. There's no other other way of spinning that. Um, obviously. Our best wishes go to to Kickers Matter as well, Jack and Jamie. Um, I know this has hit both of you hard. Um, you know, you'll you'll get through it. I'm sure everyone everyone involved will get through it. I'm sure. Um, but just a you know awful thing to happen. Gone far far too soon. Um, to yeah, I'm I'm Adam. I don't think I introduced myself, but you probably know who I am if you're listening to this. We don't get any new listeners. Um, Mark and Craig and Patrick as well are all are all here. Um, yeah, hello everybody. What up? Hello, mate. Well said, Adam. Thank you. Um, it's I, I, yeah, there there isn't there isn't any way of doing doing these things perfectly, is there? It's just. It it is what it is, and there's there's no get, no getting away from that. Sadly, um, we yeah we're gonna do we'll do some of the usual stuff. We'll we'll get into some NFL chat. Not that we ever get into much of that. Um, we'll we've got something. Russ Russ who's not here has sent us a little audio clip, which I'll get to for something he's we're going to introduce for the rest of the season. Unlike when we normally say that this is a genuine new regular feature of the show which we'll come to um rich has also sent us a a piece of audio which shall i split i'll stick it in now yeah stick it in now this was a this was rich i only really knew steve online mostly through twitter and through some of the whatsapp shared groups for uh for fantasy football he was a passionate guy would 
argue his corner no matter what, um, but always respected other people's views um, and would always try and persuade you if he felt really strongly about something. Seemed like a really good guy and, you know, really sorry for uh, those who knew him much better than I did, particularly his family and obviously uh, the Kickers Matters boys. Um, all I can say is, you know, he's a, he's a massive loss and, you know, I think we'll all miss him, whether it was just through knowing him online or knowing him in person. Uh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll, we're going to bring you, bring you a podcast. Um, and to start with, uh, any, any Long Snapper podcast, um, we'll, we'll start with a quiz as, as is customary. I actually started writing this last week when I thought that yeah, Steve would be in hospital and listening. Um, I thought, what kind of quiz can I do to, yeah. to cheer him up? Um, we're we're going to include that anyway. Uh, I started writing a, a Patriots quiz. <laughs> yeah, no, nobody but Steve would want that. Um, so, <laughs> and I don't think he would want me. He would definitely want me to say "fuck the Pats." That is not changing, Steve, yeah, mate. Yeah, Steve, wherever, wherever you are up there, pal. Fuck the we Pats. Our, we had our we had our banter about it, especially on Twitter. But um, I know it'll put a smile on your face. Fuck the Pats. Facts. <laughs> He, yeah, you can't, we're not, we're not going to stop. Well, I was, I was going to say, we're not going to stop giving kickers matter abuse. Um, we're not even going to stop giving, giving you abuse, Steve. Uh, it's what you would want. I'm sure. Um, you might get a sense of that in some of the content of this quiz. <laughs> but, um, we will see. I have really professionally mislaid it briefly. Um, but I'll be right there. Yeah. It's just going to be, some questions for a random period of time and you can buzz in if you know <laughs> the answer. describing every quiz ever is that what you're doing while you're stalling <laughs> do you know what i'm gonna ask things one of you will get a chance to answer if you do you might get a point whoever funnily enough whoever gets the most of them at the end will win. jesus <laughs> there's there's no point even if there were some really specific rules there's no point saying them because you don't listen anyway <laughs> but this is questions on the buzzer you get it wrong you're frozen out point for answer blah 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 pretty simple shout out your name if you know um and they're all going to be about those new england patriots Fuck <laughs> Okay, first up, who made a catch between his hand and helmet for a huge play against the Pats? Craig. Yes, Craig. Uh, Tyree. Correct. I thought I thought you were going with your usual buzzing <laughs> and, and panic. <laughs> um, you are on the board. Okay, which team beat the Patriots back in Super Bowl thirty-one? Mark. Uh, yes, Mark. Giants. Incorrect. Anybody else going to buzz in Super Bowl 31? I don't know what, yeah, what one's 31. When was Pat that? We'll be on 50. Like, oh. Yes, Patrick. I'll go Chicago Bears. Incorrect. So I've got time to, how long have I got? Because I need to work out what Super Bowl it would be. 20 years ago, yeah? <laughs> okay. What are we on? This is going to be. Super Bowl 31, so 69 games. Listen, yeah. just skip on a c- couple of 30 second bursts and you. You're <laughs> He doesn't know. Move on. Just pick a team, Craig. Go. No. Yeah. Pick uh, a team. Okay. 
Okay. Who are they playing? Pick a team. Pick a team. Ten seconds. Uh, Pick dolphins. Team. Not them. Pick an NFC team. You deserve oh, yeah. to. <laughs> Steve. <laughs> Niners. 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 That's, you're not having it. It was Green Bay. Green Bay. At least he gave one was... answer right. We've done better than last week. <laughs> yeah, you lot was shocking last week. That was <laughs> so poor as. <laughs> well, what, what Super Bowl was that, Adam? I can't. I can't remember what Super Bowl was. Thirty-one. Yeah, but what Brett are we on Favre. now? When would yeah, Brett Favre. Yeah, yeah, fine. So that was twenty years ago. Was that twenty years ago. These just, just the quickfire questions that I imagine these beings. Just, <laughs> <laughs> just, how, just how you drew it up, mate. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Who was the last quarterback not named Tom Brady to start a game for the Patriots? Mark. Oh. Yes, Mark. Oh, no. It's, um, uh, uh, Craig. Brissette. Uh, Brissette is correct. You were. Uh, oh, I got away with that. Okay. Which future Patriots star was born on May the 14th, 1989 in Amherst, New York. Mark. Uh, yes. Gronk. Correct. Well done, you sneak into the lead. In which state was Robert Kraft charged with soliciting sex? Oh, back in Craig. <laughs> yes, Craig. Is Did it, you ask which uh, date? State. state. Oh. Mark. Craig's Craig. already buzzed. Wasn't he? Was he in Atlanta? So is it Georgia? Mark. Right? Mark. Mark. Get off Florida. Of course oh, it Florida. was. Where else? Where else? <laughs> Probably being helped by Jeff Reinbold. <laughs> <laughs> His connect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. How many games did Tom Brady eventually miss due to the Deflate Gate ban? Pat. Uh, yes, Pat. Four. Four is correct. Well done. Who threw the pass to Nick Foles against the Pats for the Philly special in the Super Bowl? Oh, that's a good question. Mm, Craig? Yep. Jeffrey? <laughs> nope. Mark? Yep. Aguilar? Incorrect Ag- again. Oh, I was going to guess Agbongle, huh? Agbongle for you. Like, but ugh, I even said it wrong then. Any idea? Go on, I'll guess Sackerts, why not? Uh, no, it was Trey Burton. Okay. Nice. Which defensive lineman rushed for a touchdown against the Patriots in Super Bowl Twenty? Oh, come on, chaps. Hey, Mark. Yes, Mark. Um, the fridge? Yes. William Perry. Who were the opposition when Tom Brady injured his ACL in the first game of the 2008 season? Uh, uh, yep. Baltimore Ravens. Incorrect. Bad luck. Mark. Yes, Mark. Bron- Broncos. Nope. Craig, do you want to have a go? You've got... Jets. The Jets is incorrect. Bad luck. Um, it was the Kansas City Chiefs. Geographically... What is the closest other NFL stadium to Foxborough? Thought you'd like that one. Because <laughs> we've got a Mark. long history of Mark. stellar geographical knowledge. Go on, Mark. MetLife. Correct. 
It's not Green Bay. Oh, I thought I was going to... I thought it was, that was a bit... I was obvious. <laughs> so what do you say then? <laughs> <laughs> that's the one that's closest, so why would it be yeah. that? <laughs> <laughs> I've seen there'd be a trick. <laughs> Who led the Pats in receiving yards every year between 2008 and 2012? Craig. Yes, Craig. Randy Moss? Incorrect. What? Hmm. Yeah. Where's welcome? Correct. Well done. Good job. What colour hoodie was Bill Belichick wearing on the sidelines during their defeat at... Yes, yes. Always grey, surely. Incorrect. Oh. Grey, go on. Navy. Yes, well done. Um, how many Super Bowls have the Patriots lost in their history? Mark. Yep. Four. Nope. Yes. Three. Incorrect again. Craig. <laughs> I'll go five. Yeah, well done. Yay. <laughs> Which team beat the Patriots 34-10 in week 10 of last season? Pat. Yes. Titans. Correct. Ah, funny that you put that in. <laughs> I looked on his face, I had no idea. <laughs> it's, it's almost like I want Steve to hear that particular question above all else. Um, <laughs> how many receptions did Antonio Brown get with his time in the uh, uh, get with his time at the Patriots? That was well read, wasn't it? Beautiful. Pat. Yes. Three. <laughs> Incorrect. Craig. Yes, Craig. Five. Incorrect. I wonder how Mark's going to go here. <laughs> I was going to say eight. Are you still going to say eight? Yes. Okay, it was four. Uh, <laughs> 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 okay, five more questions and we're going to end this. Which player is the all-time leading point scorer for the Patriots? Mark. Yes, Mark. Goskowski. Correct. Um, what jersey number does Sony Michelle wear? Pat. Yes. 21. 21 is incorrect. Bad luck. I'm really bad at jersey numbers. Filing that one away for... Yeah, I don't know. Craig, uh, Craig <laughs> let's go Craig, 24? 20, no, Mark, have a guess. 22. Oh, it's 26. Um, this is a question that will check whether you've paid attention to other quizzes in the past, kind of. Tom no. Tooper, who was the New England punter in the mid-90s, was originally drafted by the Cardinals to play at what position? What's his name? Tom Tooper. Mark. Yes, Mark. Quarterback. Correct. Um, in which year did Spygate occur when the Patriots were disciplined for filming the Jets' coaches' signals? Pat. Yep. 2007. Very well done. Spot Good work. And finally, who is the... <laughs> I'm not expecting anyone to get this, if I'm honest. Who is the current Patriots' long snapper? <laughs> Shall we move on? I can't even name the Jaguars long snapper. <laughs> okay, Pat, you got four. Craig, fast improvement. You got three, and Mark, you are gonna win with seven. Um, I don't know if you should be pleased about that or not. <laughs> you... For all the for all the banter that me and me and Steve had on Twitter, that was Pat's versus Bills. Then. Uh, that was that. That felt quite nice. That, that one was for you, Steve. <laughs> for most of that banter, who won? Oh, he did. 
yeah, yeah. He, I think he even won. I, it came up on my time hop a couple of days ago because it, I, yeah, I'm not just saying this to bring it up again, honestly. Uh, but it's like a year since that Titans win that was a bit of a bit of a blowout, and there was, I was looking back at our Twitter exchange, and he was he he even won the Twitter exchange when they were being blown out 34-10. I don't know how you do that, but he did. <laughs> the thing he always used to do to me was um. Like we'd be we'd be arguing about something, and then he'd always come up with that meme that was fucking um, Belichick or Brady with all his rings, and I'm always like, <laughs> what could he say to that? <laughs> fuck the Pats. Fuck the Pats. Yeah, fuck the Pats. Okay. Um, right. As I yeah, as mentioned earlier, Russ has who's on a on a plane getting very annoyed at airport security bowl accounts, but he's, he's on a plane somewhere probably, but he sent a, a quick audio clip explaining what his, his idea was, which I will, I will now play. Morning boys. Uh, sorry, I can't be with you tonight, but you know, I'm more important. And I guess the pod isn't half as funny without me on it, but there you go. Um, I just want to introduce something that I did last week, narrowly missed out on £600, what I'm going to call the Steve Rains Anytime Touchdown Corner. So what I want you guys to do is give me the name of one player. It doesn't have to be a tight end, but, you know, Steve did love a tight end. Um, give me a name of a player, one each. I'll put an acker on. And if the acker wins, we will put all of the proceeds into... Uh, the cancer charity or Steve's just giving or whatever it is that uh, the Jack's got set up. Um, however, if your player doesn't score a touchdown, you will have to put five pounds in the pot. So the charity keeps getting the money and we'll do it to the end of the season. What do you think about that? So um, the first bet. Um, well, let's start with you, Craig. Who are you, who are you going to pick? Go, go, my man, Deshaun Watson. So not a tight end as we discussed. <laughs> <laughs> I swear we was talking earlier and it wasn't meant to, it wasn't solely a tight end. No, it was as well, as Russ said in the audio clip you just heard. Um There you go. <laughs> uh I think we've uh we're going a bit hysterical, which um I think I think's fair enough. Uh Deshaun Watson, Craig, um Pat, who are you who have you got? Uh, I've also not gone tight end. I've gone uh, Christian McCaffrey this week. Just looking at the defense he's playing, he seems like the banker. And that's not a rhyming slang. I genuinely like him. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a solid. That's going to be a solid bet almost every single week, regardless of the opposition, isn't it? Um, Mark, who have you got? I'm going to go Monday Night Football. Um, Hunter Henry for the LA Chargers against the Kansas City Chiefs. I like that a lot. Tight end. It's the correct position, and it's a tight end who's been, he's, despite the fact he's missed a bit of time with injury when he's played, he's been prolific. Um, I would be remiss if I didn't add Mark Andrews to this list. So that's who I'm going with. So there, there are your your four. Oh, Russ may add somebody as well. I'm not sure, but he will. Uh, he will let us know on that. And just for just for clarity, I was going to go with Austin Hooper until Pat told me that he was out injured for the next four weeks. So um, <laughs> that that would have been a poor start. Would have 
would have probably been standard long snapper <laughs> effort yeah. that I should, I should think yeah. in your defense it was only announced this evening he's got an mcl strain don't, don't ah, defend him yeah thank you pat i appreciate that mate that's why you that's why you're on the list words <laughs> out of my mouth yeah. <laughs> okay right some we are going to talk about some some nfl which does seem like we're breaking the habit of a lifetime a bit of news that came out last night, I think. Um, they are staging an event in Atlanta on Saturday. And Colin Kaepernick is going to show everybody what he can do. Well, he's going to show whoever turns up to this event what he can do, I guess. I, 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 I'll, well, I'll start by saying this is obviously two and a half years later than something like that would have made sense. Um, he's going to be three years out of the league. I've no idea what he can do. I mean, is is this just bowing to pressure? It just it seems even now they've finally done this. The fact that it's so late almost is a kick in the teeth. There's my two pence. I mean, it makes sense, doesn't it? Because um, Atlanta need a quarterback right now. So uh... yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a sensible place to hold it, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. I think it, I think that <clears throat> obviously it's ridiculous that it's taken this long, but we don't know the full story. And it's you, you say obviously you've been out of the league for that amount of time. I think if there's a position that you can be out of the league for that period of time and still perform, it's it's quarterback. Look how many backups don't see a snap, get chucked in, have to play. One in a million, you know, does pretty well. So, you know, I, I think it is a spectacle. I think I think that <clears throat> that's. It's, I'm interested because I think I'm glad the man has a chance to get a job. We'll see what comes out in the wash. I think the whole thing's still a dirty story, and we'll never know until, you know, many years down the line what actually went on. <clears throat> but please to see him back. I'll, I mean, the, I'll, I'll pay attention to what happens on Saturday. That's for sure. This, the inter- yes. like, do they? Who's going? I know that all teams have been invited, but who's actually GM, gonna go? GMs and, do you think people aren't gonna go? I do, well, the fact that they've announced it. If people weren't gonna go, I I could see that them not saying anything, and you hear there's you know a behind the scenes workout or whatever. But the fact that not only did was it announced, but he himself, Kaepernick, put it out, and so, look, looking forward to seeing who's like, who, I, I just can't imagine they don't know that people are coming. I, well, I agree. So my my point with it is, if 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 GMs and head coaches were interested in in seeing what he can do, why? In over the last two years at least, or the last year, with the amount of quarterbacks that are going down and some of the shit quarterbacks that are getting signed from nowhere, if anyone was interested, you would think there would have been some interest in him back then. Because this is a quarterback who's got to a Super Bowl relatively recently. I I find it bizarre that because there's now this staged, um, almost like like drill session that all of a sudden they're going to go and kick the tires on him. It seems like it's like a fucking circus. 
I don't understand it. And I can see why he's doing it, and it makes Mark, sense. Mark, he... Mark, 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 mate, that's about enough for you, mate. Steve wouldn't want all that. <laughs> <laughs> Says you, Mr. Edmund. <laughs> he loved it. Uh, just, just, uh, I, the point I will make, though, on that, yeah, is that this surely, surely, surely shows that whatever agreement was in place was a league-wide thing. Because historically, you know, in 2017, there were stories of the odd coach will come out and say, you know, well, we're just, you know, it's not that we won't sign him. He's just not for us. It's not that we won't sign him. It's just not for us. But I think this shows categorically that it, that's why the NFL made the deal that they made. And because there, there is an agreement between two parties and both have agreed not to disclose what was agreed. But Kaepernick got paid. We know that. So there was, it was a league wide agreement. And now the ban is off. They've sorted it and and that is what's dirty about it. That's what I'm saying. At some point, we need to yeah. know what the fuck happened. Yeah. The, the sad reality, though, is that he hasn't played for three years and what's likely to happen... I, I'm... You know, he won... He won... Sorry, he didn't win the Super Bowl. He, he got to that Super Bowl seven years ago and that was, pro- that was the peak of when he looked at his best, obviously, as you'd expect. The last couple of years, I don't think he played as well, which kind of forgotten in all this and he's had three years out of the league now I'm I may be doing him a disservice when I say this and he's kept himself in shape and everything else but you're not going to improve as a quarterback if you're not playing for three years um, no, and what nat- I suspect natural will... talent he has got he's got more natural talent than more than half the backups in the NFL at the moment well, and the league is changing true, as but... well and the league is changing. I mean, if you look at the success of, you know, Deshaun Watson's, Lamar Jackson's, Russell Wilson's, he had a similar skill set at, yeah. at a time when that, you know, that was one in 32, maybe two in 32. We've seen so many more of them now. I mean, offences are better. We're more open to to a mobile quarterback. I don't want to call them running quarterbacks. It pisses me off. Pisses me off. People are doing that to Lamar Jackson, but them using mobility and and as a passer. Look, I'm not saying he's going to come back and win a Super Bowl, but I'm certainly listen. I'm no GM, but I'm going there on Saturday. <laughs> I'm going to go see the man can still run and can still throw and see how he talks and if he still understands the game and if the language that he's using is, is the same as what we're hearing now and you know I want to see if this guy is really ready to compete and I think you, if there's and there's so many teams quarterback need now that I guarantee he's going to get signed I don't know how well he'll do but I guarantee he'll get picked up now that he can it's clear that he's well it seems that you know whatever embargo is lifted I, I reckon we'll see him play in the NFL again well, he's got four teams to choose from who are on their bye weeks who are presumably going to send people there because you're flying to wherever you're playing. Yeah, OK, yeah, there'll be, I, I, I say that a bit in jest, there'll be scouts or whatever, but I don't imagine that many GMs and head coaches are, are going to turn up to this. Even Atlanta are on the road this weekend, and that's where it's at. <laughs> I just, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm quite, I, feel, I still feel, and I think as you do, a bit cynical. And like it's... Yeah, do this for him two and a half years ago and he gets, he walks back in to the NFL easily. Um, maybe, maybe I'm wrong and maybe he'll still look really good. And he, but, he, you know, he's a 32-year-old quarterback who hasn't played for three years. But 
hopefully, yeah, hopefully he shows something and and gets picked up. Um, yeah, I think a lot of it is in is in your head and in your offensive line. You know, we've seen quarterbacks 37, 42, still going strong and winning games. There's no reason he can't do that. And you know, the, the flip side of the argument of um, Lev Bell taking a year off last year was, you know, he comes like absolutely fit, having not been battered for a year. So it's not necessarily yeah, entirely yeah. negative to have had some time out. Three years is obviously more than you'd want for keeping yourself clear of ring rust, but it's made a hell of a difference to Lev Bell, hasn't it, that year off of the journey? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it, 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 as I say, it depends I think on your own line think, and everything else still going on as well. <laughs> oh, um, the Jets, well, the Jets had a win, but, you know, we, d- we don't want to get into that again. <laughs> um, <laughs> we There were some strange results in the NFL in week 10. Um, let's start with well, Monday night, which is one of the most exciting games there's probably been in a while. Not necessarily the best in terms of quality. Like a lot of turnovers, fumbles, that sort of thing. Seattle going into Southern California, wherever it is the 49ers play now, and getting a win in overtime in quite amusing circumstances with the 49ers having their chance to kick the field goal and hitting the tunnel instead of between the posts. I don't know if anyone saw that. Yeah, it was a shame. Yeah. It didn't look like a game between two juggernauts coming together and having a real slugfest, did it? It looked like two nervous teams playing a cup semi-final. And, uh, yeah. yeah, but that, that's sometimes what happens. It doesn't mean they're bad teams. Um, it, the a pressure of a big game can do that. And I don't I know made... about that, man. I, th- I, think, I think it depends on, on what you like because there were some massive moments and very good plays. Like... Sometimes I don't want a mistake to be considered a mistake when the other person has had to do something to create said mistake. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, it showed us that both of those teams are better on defence than offence in general. And that's what pushed the turnovers, I think. Yeah, yeah. And Seattle, I think, showed a way to beat the 49ers by trying to um, clog clog up the run. Um, which the the 49ers have been able to run over most teams so far this year, and Seattle closed the gap and try and put it on their defensive backs to stop them. And on the whole, they did very well in that regard. And they Garoppolo a couple of throws that went a little bit um, over the top, but they that was because of what they were doing to the run game. So it's you know it, it'll be interesting <clears throat> to see if that's a blueprint that other teams use moving forward if they've got the teams to, to do it. I think that was a great first leg. That's how I see it. I think that San Francisco 49ers had no kill, which is massive, and Sanders played a half, which is massive. He <clears throat> grew up low, that won't be his best game, but he had plenty of drops, and yeah. he had to contend with Jadavion Clowney, who fucked up every play. Yeah, but I love a big guy the... scoop and score. That was beautiful, and and that that you know that's that that was obviously he's, he's such a big athletic man. But if you watched him just do everything across the defensive line, he's up batting down passes, he's ball rushing lineman, he's swimming lineman. He's got every move when he plays like that. On commentary, they kind of alluded to the fact that he kind of doesn't do that enough. And I don't know whether it's because maybe we don't see him that often 
because obviously we only get, or if you've got Sky, you only get certain games or whatnot. But I seem to see that every time I watch him play football. The guy is just a monster. So I think it was a great, they both had, you know, Russell Wilson, Russell, I do it on my own every week, Wilson had a couple mistakes that he gets a pass on because it's Russell Mil- Wilson. Um, and it was just, I thought it was a great game of football, to be honest with you. I thought it was, I, I, I was fantastic. And I think they, they got each other again later in the, in the year. Um, Seattle at home. So, you know, that's, I think that's, and they're, I think it's a, if you're going to lose for uh, 49ers, it's not, it's not the worst loss in the world to the next best team in the NFC. And with your, to your best offensive weapons out. Mm. Yeah, I really enjoyed the um, San Francisco double strip where they stripped the ball off Wilson. It landed in one of his offensive linemen's arms. Yeah, and they punched, and it, punched out. it out from him as well, and then ran mm. it in for a touchdown. That was amazing work. Does does that score more for your defensive fantasy? I've no idea. Do you get double double turnover? Yeah, two fumbles. Um. I think yeah, that's the first of three games between those teams, and I'm looking forward to the other two. Yeah. Um, another. Just quickly on that game with Seattle, with Tyler Lockett seemingly suffering quite a bad injury, it's going to be interesting to see how quickly Josh Gordon can pick up. Um, and that signing has become all of a sudden really important for them. Really has. Um, yes. Because he's meant it... to be coming back, though. Is he? Oh, I heard Not it was. Good, I heard yeah. it was quite bad. Yeah, it's it's, uh, it's flipped both ways, but yeah, they said he might be back after the bye week, so not as okay. bad as possible. That would be that would be huge for them because he's he's someone they they cannot afford to. Um, I don't think D- DK Metcalf is half the player without Tyler Lockett on the other side, um, so really important for them that he gets back fit quickly. Yeah, we should also give a shout out to Jason Myers who played more like Jason Myers this week. I enjoyed that. Nice, <laughs> 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 nicely shoehorned in. You've been well prepared. I like that. <laughs> okay, another that I'm going in no particular order here. Miami won in Indianapolis, which looks like a lopsided result. Uh, but no, Jacoby Brissett, Brian Hoyer is a bit of a downgrade. I mean, were were we that shocked? Fitz Magic still going? I thought the Colts D and the Colts run game would have enough to handle that against the Dolphins side, who are without so much of basically everything but you can't give that many turnovers away and win football games even against teams trying to lose is what we what we found <laughs> out really <laughs> but the players aren't trying to lose and that's that, true and they've been they've been getting better Devonte park is looking better ryan fitzpatrick has made a massive difference to them um and the colts offensively you take brissett out of there brian hoyer yeah um he's something enough in I, I, to me, it wasn't that much of a shock. The, the Dolphins are improving. Um, so you come up against anyone that's with their effectively their third-string quarterback, they, they're going to struggle. And maybe if the Colts didn't have a 7,000-year-old kicker, they might be uh, even more well, of a that's, that's, games as well. That's, that's, I, I can't believe he's still playing. No, like just, from week one, it was just like, you retire, mate. You know, just, just, it's, you're done. Yeah. Just like, Hasn't he got two game winners this season? Yeah, really? but, how many, but how many kicks has he missed? He's lost more games yeah, than he's won, hasn't he? Uh, I, 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 just think, well. I think you've almost got to just swallow it, mate. Let him get to the end of the year and then bow out. But if, but they ain't going nowhere, are they? He's already offered to retire. He's said to management, let oh, me yeah, go. And they've, they've oh, begged really? him to stay. Yeah, um, did, I, find yeah. it, I find it really odd when you've got 
I think something like the sixth rated um, most accurate kicker of all time is sat there without a job um, and no one's picked him up and you've got this guy who's missing for fun at the minute. I find it really odd. Mm. You're talking about Russ? Kai Forbar. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Russ sixth rated kicker of all time kneel for any anthems or anything? Uh, probably, yeah. Yeah, yeah maybe. No. Yeah, yeah, that must be what it was. Well, I don't know if Vinatieri were to leave the Colts, he could always go back to the Pats. They need a kicker, you know, finish his, have a have a little swan song and screw up their season. I quite enjoyed seeing um, seeing old Koo come in and do well. Why yeah. do, well I, I'm disappointed he doesn't do those flips that you see all those <laughs> those videos. Yeah, he doesn't seem to do them in the game. No. But I, I was happy for him because it must be a miserable life as a kicker when you start missing. Yeah. So it's, fun. Sad, it's sad when you it's... see any athlete who has been like really good just going on beyond their prime and just tailing off and kind of disappearing sadly. Yeah, and you think with Vinatieri, he's got to he's got to call it a day sooner rather than later because it is it's it already has and it's going to cost the Colts again at some stage. Yeah, yeah there's a danger it taints the rest His of legacy. the career. legacy. Yeah, yeah, yeah indeed. Well, I, di- I didn't realize that that if he's offered to retire. Yeah, well, there was it wasn't there, there was a game. I think something like week three, he missed like three field goals, mm. and he he said, "Oh, you know, maybe I can't do this anymore. I'm going to go in." And he he said to management, "Look, I'll go. You go and get someone else, and then it's not on you to have to make the decision." Um, That's what's become known in the trades of Roethlisberger, I think. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you mentioned Koo, um for the. The Falcons, who, yeah, had a similar issue with with Matt Bryant. Although that was that was much more strange. That I thought they it shows you the power of a division game. For as shocking as the Falcons have looked for all sorts of reasons, there were some. Well, Jamie, <laughs> Jamie could uh, could talk about what what's going on there. Um, please, please don't let him. I, I agreed, <laughs> agreed. But yeah, they. They've gone into New Orleans, who are looking as great as the Falcons are looking poor, and not just beaten them, but given them a proper seeing to on their own patch. I literally nobody predicted that result. Surely, no. but I don't think it means nothing, man. It doesn't mean a thing. I think the Saints will be the, still be Saints. And I do think Atlanta are done for this year. I'll be surprised if anything else changes. You see, it's not unusual. Uh, Drew Bees has has a, a game, a, a stinker or two, particularly in the second half of the season. It's not unusual for Brady to do the same. I'm not sweating it. I don't think it was a big deal. Yeah, I do. You wonder if they, um, there was a bit of the the Saints kind of taking them a little bit easy because they weren't yeah. playing particularly well. And so they, they didn't try as hard. And then by the time they realized that it wasn't going their way, it was too late. Um, the only thing that concerns me slightly is the drop off in Alvin Kamara. And I know he's had an injury and they sat him for a couple of weeks, but his, his drop off has been noticeable. Um, and I think they need to, he needs to pick up and cause he's clearly such a massive difference maker for him. I, um, you wonder what's going on with him a little bit. Yeah, and the Falcons are always going to be dangerous because they've got really good weapons on offense. You know, even without Sanu, Jones and Hooper, dangerous back player, Calvin Ridley. Um, the thing that they've been missing all season is that defense to step up and back up the offense. And, you know, we saw this week that they picked up six sacks, which is um, 
they got seven in the rest of the season combined. So it's just a, it's that step up that was a surprise and that helped them to win this this week. And it's funny all of a sudden that the head coach isn't calling the defensive plays anymore, that they suddenly look a little bit better. Mm. Way more <laughs> concerned way more concerned about the uh, the Rams. Oh, yeah. Than I am. Than okay. Okay. Well, let's, let's, let's move, on to, let's yeah, move yeah. on to them. I mean, what was the... They didn't score an offensive point um, in the game at the Steelers. Pat, you've, I'll give you the credit for this stat. Uh, four points from kicking, eight points from their defense. I'm puzzled by the four. I forgot how did. Oh, an extra, extra point extra from the defensive touchdown and, and a, a safety. safety. Yeah. So yeah, Jared Goff. Well, oh, that that's that's where it <coughs> the buck stops there, isn't it? What's what's going on with Goff? I mean, I I do think he look. He's not playing well. <laughs> he's he, you know. I think I heard a stat the other day. Last sixteen starts, he's got sixteen uh, fumbles. Wow, which seems a lot. Yeah. I should have probably should have probably checked that. <laughs> <laughs> not a lot of people got Chris Carson. Every... Fantasy, let me tell you that. Just hope no, yeah. people will believe you. <laughs> Is um, it as fact che- fact checked as well as your annual quiz? If it is, then it's it's probably true. Well, definitely wrong. More so because I I would have heard somebody say this or misheard it. Either way, <laughs> he, either way, he's he's not played well. Um, but I do think from going from at one point looking at that offense and thinking, oh my god, it's so simple, yeah, it works so effectively. How have teams not figured this out? To oh look, they figured it out, and yeah. You wonder if the lack of Gurley or the lack of production from Gurley and the lack of touches from Gurley is making that much of a difference. But, I mean, Cooper Cup, no catches. That's <coughs> crazy talk. Crazy talk. Just just looks a little bit flat. And it's hard to be the, you know, the, the prodigal son, this super boy genius. And then it's all a bit, what's happened, Sean? Yeah, I think there's a few things that have happened there, aren't there? There's like the the O line is terrible and is worse than it was last year, which isn't helping mm. them. Um, the fact that Brandon Cooks keeps suffering from concussions um, means that they they don't have the wide receivers. It's much easier to guard Cooper Cup when you don't have Brandon Cooks on the other side. Um, Todd Gurley is is a hundred percent got some kind of lingering injury. Um, and they they don't have a, a, like a suitable backup at the moment to carry the load. There's a lot of factors that have gone into it. And it, it seems like I don't know. McVeigh clearly is a brilliant head coach, but he just seems to have lost a little bit of that spark this year. Um, and Goff, we all said last year that Goff wasn't a particularly brilliant quarterback. And there were times last year you could see that you know he was waiting for McVeigh to read the D and tell him what to do. Um, and if that's just not working as well this year or whatever it is, they're trying to put more emphasis on Goff to do it. It's just not happening because I just don't think Goff is actually all that good. That's, that was the one bit of McVeigh genius from this week was um, bringing in Bortles to make Goff look better by comparison to... Uh, people <laughs> <laughs> but you know, is a team that's doing well ever bringing in Bortles for a running play to, to run out of that, that formation. It's, 
I just, it seems like they're trying to be clever for he, the sake of it. He wasn't that type of, he wasn't that type of QB anyway. No. Well, yeah, he, he, not the worst with his legs, but he wasn't, it wasn't like bringing in Taysom Hill or something. No, it's, I don't know, it's something, something's not right there. He's had nine, nine interceptions and nine fumbles in nine games this year. So that tells you what type of performance you're getting from your quarterback. Uh, Yeah, he's definitely stinking it up more often than he's not at the moment. Yeah, and he's got the coaches have to help him. Yeah, Yeah. and the O line are and the O line are struggling. I will say though. What what seems to have gone a bit unnoticed, though I certainly haven't seen a lot of coverage around, is we even asked what is going to happen to Mike Tomlin. And you look at the job he's done with that Steelers team, with no Ben, no Antonio Brown, oh. no Le'Veon Ben, and they're a, they're going to be in the playoffs again. Coach, <laughs> I mean, coach of the year so far. And, I, and, and, I, and I, I said at the beginning of the season, this is what you do. And look, I'm... It's just an unbelievable job. It is an unbelievable job he's done there. Yeah, it's, it's an example of getting players together with the right attitude and no star mentality. Mm. Just get together as a team and do your best. And that's a really. And they had so much drama to deal with. It's not as I didn't look at the shit he had to deal with. But we had all the talk about Ben, all the talk about Antonio Brown, backup QB coming in, and yet he still managed to get him. I think they went 0-3 to begin with. And he's managed to right the ship. Hell of a yeah. job. Phenomenal job. Yeah. I mean, Ben coming back literally wouldn't make them better at this point. I'm not sold on Mason Rudolph. I don't think he is their starter for of the future, personally. I don't particularly think he's all that good. Um, but he's doing enough at the moment. He's not the reason that they are um, uh, winning games, I don't necessarily think, because it's their defence that is making them win games, but he's also not losing them games at the moment, and right now that's enough. But, yeah, but, I mean, it's, as Pat says, it's the being greater than the sum of your parts through yeah. good coaching and, yeah, being motivated as well, and you've not, you've not got the the problem players, the the big stars be, being all about them. It's been those big stars getting the move that they angled for and then disappearing and not looking like the player they were in their previous club that they were unhappy with. I mean, look at Jalen Ramsey. 14 receptions allowed from 17 targets since he left the Jaguars. And, 100%. Uh, the you highlight look, of his game... Can you say that week, without a massive grin on your face? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I genuinely wanted him to stay at the Jags when the whole hmm. debacle was happening. I look back and now I'm less bothered, you know. And the, 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 as I say, the highlight last week was uh, Juju Smith-Schuster caught first down. The rest blew the whistle. He punched the ball out of Smith-Schuster's hands and ran off with it like a child. And you're like, <laughs> and, and the flip side of that is you look at what Minka Fitzpatrick has done. He's gone into the Steelers. He's got to be up there with Defensive Player of the Year because he has been unbelievable for them so yeah. far. Absolutely has transformed that defense. Yeah. What, and at the time, we was all a bit meh about the move. Actually, well, they, we? they spent, they spent a lot. Miami Fires, so, yeah, yeah. But we, but I don't, we didn't, we nobody thought it was going to make this type of difference to that team. Yeah. No, none of us thought it was. We thought it was a, a, the part of the fire cell, not a great move by the Steelers, which it's turned out to be. And, and credit again to Tomlin and the GM there because and the GM absolutely to, to be able to say when you're zero and three or whatever they were at the time, no, let's go and spend a first round pick on this guy, and for him to make that much of a difference, that's a fucking hell of a job. 
Yeah, yeah. great job there. Can okay, we talk other... about the other team in the AFC North, though? I don't, I don't know where you're going, Adam, but I want to talk about Lamar, man. Are we? Yeah, we can. I think Do it wasn't. He... It wasn't on my list of games to talk about because it was it wasn't a surprising result at all. But I mean, but that, that mad spin was move. incredible. <laughs> oh, I could watch that all. Day. I've watched that quite a number of times, and it's it's you press the is it the circle button on on the PS4 to to spin yeah. out of it. <laughs> but that that's what he's done, which is just just awesome to watch. Like in I can. A real football rather than a simulation, but we have seen in this season some of the best highlights, the best quarterback highlights I ever remember in any other season. You just pick any of Deshaun Watson, Patrick Mahomes, or Lamar Jackson's magic moves, and I mean they are all time. We have never seen this done before and there's three guys right now doing it every game it's not a fad it's not you know it's not one it's completely directly linked to their performance this is how they play football and it is successful every week he's he's unbelievable the quarterback comparison in that game was just i mean lights different Lamar doing that and Finley at one point scrambled, tried to get first down, ran out of bounds and mm. about two yards out of bounds, you remembered if you reach the ball out in front of you, you get some extra yards. So he did that, but he was already out of bounds. It was just <laughs> comedy, comedy ridiculous. I saw I saw some stats on Lamar that I thought were, really highlighted the point. If you compare his first 16 career starts, he's yeah, won, he's won more, more games than Pat Mahomes in that time. He's had more rushing yards in his first 16 starts than Ladalian Tomlinson did. He's had a higher passer rating than Tom Brady did, higher yards per attempt than Aaron Rodgers, and a better completion percentage than Drew Brees. Yep, see, that's, that's that's not that. that is not bad. As well as the two perfect games. Yeah. And then I you also... consider Goff with 16 picks and 16 fumbles <laughs> in the last 16 starts. I think that number's going up every time you say it. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't checked well, that's, that. No, I said the last one was ten games. It's sixty <laughs> over six last and over his last sixteen starts. It, it's all right. No, nobody knows to take and take your stats. I also like the point <laughs> that they it. made on um, around the NFL last week. I thought that if you look at the MVP race at the moment, um, you've got three black quarterbacks and a white running back, and you couldn't have said yep. that. <laughs> that's a great. That's a great point, isn't it? At the minute, I think you know you couldn't have said that five years ago, and I think it's brilliant. Yeah. The other good comment from that game was on AJ Green. Someone said, you know, with the exception of quarterbacks, the loss of AJ Green for the Bengals has had the biggest impact of any lost player this season, which I think is a fairly big statement, but I couldn't think of a player off the top of my head that I thought was more important to a team. What do you reckon? Certainly one who's not a quarterback. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, not, I'm not sure I'd buy that anyway. Maybe Is Tyler it... Lockett, if he misses significant time, that could really stutter the end of the Seahawks season. No, Russ does it with it on his own, man. Russ does it on his own. I can I can only player I think would have that type of impact is maybe Josh Jacobs at the Raiders. I think, you know, he's putting up Bo Jackson numbers, and you take that away, and I just I'm not having Derek Carr as a top nine quarterback. I'm not having it. I think it's because you look at the other players who've missed significant time. It's all quarterbacks and all the backups have actually come in and done on the whole pretty well. Yep. 
Um, so it's there's even though that it seems to have been a huge amount of players that have gone down injured, there's not been that many that have actually made that much of a difference to their team. I don't fancy the Titans if Derek Henry goes down right now. No, no one fancies the Titans. Full stop. And obviously, five, Odell, five, Beck- five, Pat. <laughs> obviously Odell Beckham's injuries made a big difference to the. Oh no, he's not injured, is he? He's just crap now. <laughs> I like the fact you say now. <laughs> you could argue Austin Hooper's right, Falcons were anyway relevant this season, but yeah. Uh, speaking of the Browns, Matt, though, Matt I do, Schaub, I... the Falcons without Matt Schaub. Oh, yeah. They, they might struggle. Yeah, that's true. I I did I did love all the two back sets for the Browns though with Chubb and um, Hunt. I do think that will make a difference and might make might improve OBJ because they seem to be using Hunt. Is a running back come receiver. Funnily enough, I I didn't love it that much. You didn't? No, didn't like it. Didn't like it at all. That's the same, mate. Yeah, fucking Browns. <laughs> fucking Bills for that matter. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. It was unexpected as well because your your run defenses look pretty good this year, and then suddenly Chubb looks absolutely unstoppable. Now, the, the, good, the, but... the thing the thing with the Bills is every every so often they <laughs> chuck in a game like this where the defense just goes, you know what? If the offense is going to be shit again, I can't be bothered. And I can kind of understand it when you're averaging under twenty points a game. You've got to do something. Come on. Yeah. You look and you look at Bright, our our offensive coordinator, Darvel. If you go on the the most recent or his recent record when he's been an offensive coordinator and where that team has finished offensively, it goes twenty second, thirtieth, thirty second, and he was fired. Twentieth, and he was fired. Twenty ninth, and he was fired. And thirty second. How is that man employed as the offensive coordinator in the NFL? How does it happen all the time? Bearing them like that. How do they get jobs? It's not what you know, it's who you know. Yeah, Yeah. Adam Gase. What does he he know? Adam Gase, exactly. Yeah. I don't even want to talk about that. replacement of the Jaguars in a couple of seasons then. We did do the Giants, though, so shout out Nickers Mao. (laughs) The Jets' front office have just confirmed that Gase is sticking around. Oh, that might be the old chairman's vote of confidence. I'm not, I'm not sure, but I fear, Craig, that it's not that. <laughs> I think I can talk. I think I speak for the rest of the NFL when we say we sincerely hope that he does stick around for next Mate, season. He's got to go. I did he's enjoy the New York go. stat that they're collectively four and fifteen this season. Yeah. Like thanks. when? When will New York football be relevant to anyone outside of New York again? <laughs> Brilliant. Nice yeah, one. we shouldn't be. We shouldn't be talking about it, should we? A final final game to touch on uh, the the Chiefs who, I mean, mentioned Mahomes coming back off a dislocated knee in about three weeks to then go and throw for 400 500 yards whatever it was and that ridiculous jump pass for a touchdown. How how you do that and lose a game? Well, you, well, partly by not being able to stop the run, and partly by special teams doing a couple of silly things, but. Are the Chiefs okay? Uh, I'm not sure, mate. Patrick Mahomes certainly looks okay. He looks good. I think that offense still looks good. Um, even even under Matt Moore, they still look good. But their their D is letting them down. And it it was odd. A couple of weeks ago, there was a, a couple of weeks ago they seemed to be stepping up when Mahomes was out, and all of a sudden they were they were doing better. Um, but but this game, 
and along with special teams, yeah, it just it wasn't good again. And they they need to start winning games. Listen, I mean, the, the, the special got, teams. You... Sorry, the special teams. Just shut him they, up. Shut him up he needs they... to shut up sometimes, Craig. He talks <laughs> far too much. Talks that far is too a much. lie. That is a lie. <laughs> I love the fact that it's Mark calling you, want, you out for that. More, want more of me, if anything. <laughs> <laughs> their, their special teams, obviously you had the, the field goal where the botch snap and the holder suddenly got it in his hands and throws the ball away, which was obviously panicked. Um, but yeah, they had a field goal blocked at the end to, to, to try and take the game into overtime. But they, there were also some other silly things like... A fair catch on your own two-yard line. I mean, it, that's potentially that's twenty yards of the field just just by doing something silly. And you know, is as great as, and we we all love Andy Reid. We love what he does offensively. Um, but yeah, some some parts of that football team are letting them down. You you took my point. I think you're hundred percent right. You have to ask questions at a coaching. You cannot, anyone with two eyes can't watch that performance from Patrick Mahomes. And I don't want to lord it too much, but, you know, if we talk about, and I think Russell Wilson is, you know, along with Lamar Jackson and for me, Deshaun Watson, I know there's a big shout for uh, CMC. Russell Wilson had mistakes that he got away with on the weekend. Patrick Mahomes rarely has those type of mistakes. He, 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 if his job is to get the team down the field, nine times out of ten, he does it. it, it there are too many issues elsewhere in the football team. And I do think it comes down to coaching. I think there were some bad calls. I think some poor decisions. Uh, yeah, I'm, I, I do think that they have to win some games. But, I mean, we... we... While you were sorting your internet out before we started, Craig, um, we we talked about this a little bit. What's in the Chiefs' favour and might might save them? Uh, it's certainly going to put them in the postseason. I would say is the fact that they're in the AFC West. Yep, they've got a schedule, hundred percent. You know, the the Raiders are their most likely challengers, mm. and I don't trust I don't trust them to they'll take the division by any means. Mm. So they they probably should should still have enough. Um, and they're they're not going to be dull to watch. No. And teams teams are going to still fear them. Yeah. If they can get out of their own way, they they could win a Super Bowl. Oh, I'd love you. I'd love that. I'd love to see them in a, a Super Bowl. They've they got to play defense. They've yeah. got to play defense. Yeah. And specials has to improve. Well, just think. Just think how good it would have been last year if we've been a Chiefs. Saints Super Bowl. How good a game that would have been. Yeah. And we got the shit that we got. That would have felt like what was right for football. Yeah. You know? Oh. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> we, we, love, we love the Pats, don't we? No, fuck the Pats. <laughs> fuck the Pats. <laughs> and fuck the Rams in that game as well. <laughs> yeah, they're not... They, they did look good for quite a while last year. They did not look good in that game. And they've... Yeah, they've looked quite similar as we touched on. Okay, week... 11 we're about to get into. Shall we preview it? It's like only we can. <laughs> okay. Pittsburgh at Cleveland. I'm hoping to see a jumped-up backup quarterback with ideas above his station get absolutely smeared in this one. Also, Mason Rudolph's playing. <laughs> Atlanta at Carolina. 
it's the battle of the backup quarterbacks with Ryan going up against Carl Allen this week. Dallas at Detroit. If Stafford is fit to play, this should be a decent matchup. If not, likely blowout win for the Cowboys. Jacksonville at Indianapolis. A must-win game for the Jags. I mean, they all are now. But Big Dick Nick is back, so the playoffs are a shoo-in. <laughs> Big Dick Nick. I, I may be quoting another uh, YouTuber on that one. <laughs> is that is that confirmed? Uh, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It's not bad, is it? It is. That's what he is. Uh, Buffalo at Miami. The Dolphins are showing signs of life under Fitzmagic. But the Bills are now in must-win territory with a tough schedule yet to come. Houston at Baltimore. Two most exciting players in the league face off. Strap in for fireworks, baby. Denver at Minnesota. I'm starting to take the Vikings seriously, but are they consistent enough? It should be an easy win, in theory. Do I trust Kirk Cousins, though? New York Jets at Washington. What's the opposite? Of fireworks, baby. (laughs) (laughs) New Orleans at Tampa Bay. Huge bounce back needed for the Saints after their Falcons bumming. They need to keep up the pace in order to maintain their push for that first round bye. Arizona at San Francisco. If the Niners were concerned about no longer being undefeated, they'll get right back on track immediately here. Cincinnati at Oakland. Raiders seem to look better week after week. They should do nothing to harm their run. New England at Philadelphia. No one wants to face the Pats as they bounce back from a loss. Commiserations, Philly. Chicago at LA Rams. Two of the NFC's most disappointing teams keep in a battle to stay relevant. The loser is likely done for the year. And finally, Kansas City at LA Chargers. Despite Patrick's magic, and I don't mean Jackson, Kansas look increasingly <laughs> beatable. A trip to the sputtering Chargers should be exactly what's needed to right the ship. Important for Chiefs, not named Mahomes, to step up. Did you just say sputtering? That's a word. Is, is that a word? <laughs> That's a word, Definitely dog. A word. That's a word. Not, not stuttering. It is now, not yeah. Not even a street word. Sput- That's just a word. Sputtering is a word, mate. Sputtering. Piss. <laughs> Monday night football is starting to get better at least the yeah. 49ers and Seahawks and now now this this week you never know quite what you're going to get with the, the Chargers but and and Blockhead we are well we're, we're not going to do any other business this week obviously it, it feels a bit doesn't feel quite right right now to talk about airport security or middle lane drivers or whatever whatever been eating away there's just some more important things been going on we'll get back to that we'll we'll get back to the usual sort of nonsense there next week but yeah in the in the meantime i think we'll we'll leave it there and kickers matter will be doing a podcast tomorrow which i'm going to join i've written a a a quiz on tight ends which (laughs) feels right so hopefully uh hopefully they'll enjoy that hopefully you you'll enjoy that give give them a give them a listen and 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 a shout out and yeah that'll that'll just about do it we'll be back for probably a, a more normal podcast next week um but yeah this one's for you steve
Shout out to Steve, man. Well said. Yeah.